So the other day I'm driving over by the VA, which is right next to Mather, where I'm with a Vitalant processing facility is that I frequent there. And I see this, there's a policeman on a Segway scooter. I'm like, man, that guy's got to be crapped. Like who, how crap would you be if you're like, you go through all the training and the academy and all that stuff, you know, and uh, your first day on the job, here you go. They issue a fucking Segway. Probably about as... <laughs> probably probably pretty shitty, but I'll, I'll tell you what's... The only worse than that is to be pulled over by one of those motherfuckers. You look in your rearview mirror, there's a dude on a Segway. Like, I wouldn't even stop. Love and joy come to you and through you and happy new year and we send you a happy new year love and joy come to you and a merry christmas too i had that that's an old that's a that's a throwback man you ever heard that song or you ever you ever played that album backwards it's like hail satan no, I'm just kidding. That's Ray Conniff and the the Mary Ray Conniff singers. You know? They're all like a bunch of... I think it's like Ray and then like a bunch of ladies that are like 42 named like Madge or like Karen, you know? And then when they're done, they have a big gangbang when they're done making the album, right? It's a good album, though. Um... That's what I, I mean, I literally grew up on that shit, right? I was playing it for my lady last night, so we got home. Got home at the same time. So nice. You know, we list, We live by work now. She She's done at 7.15. I'm usually rolling in somewhere about that time. We get home. She's like, put on some Christmas music. And I put on Ray, Con- well, first I put on Beach Boys. That's a good one, too. All about the harmonies. You know, and um, and then um, uh, I put on the Ray Conniff album, and I, I mean, without any exaggeration, that I've I've been listening to that since I was like six, so like forty six years or some shit, forty five years to to be to play it safe, you know. But what's going on? How's your how's your how are you, how is your December going so far? Today, of course, is December seventh, the day that will live on in infamy. And uh, do you ever literally get tired of stoplights? You know when you're, you know you're, um, you're kind of breezing through them. And there's like 1,400 of them in front of you, you know, and you, as you're going down the main road and you're just trying to kind of go with the flow and then there's some like, there's some kid in like an oxidized Lexus lowered that's got like, you know, some 50cc motor in it or something that's like, you look in your rearview mirror and he just kind of comes from one side to the other, you know, he's just whipping through traffic and shit just back and forth, just riding your ass, you're like, bro, this, 
this this isn't um this isn't very um this isn't calming <laughs> you know there's always that dude you know this is like hunched over his, st- his steering column you know and uh he's got his little lowered like ford fiesta you know or something like that or what you know an older like like an old honda honda accord that's kind of like the paint's kind of oxidizing on it you know but he's got that shit lowered and the and the the, the wheels are like a little cocked at an angle you know just back and and you just zipping through traffic you're just wing wing just side to side he's doing more side to side than he is forward you know, and you, you guys get to the stoplight at the same time anyway, but, but what's going on, man, I was, I read in the news, so I read in the news that Chipotle was going up, now that's one of the, that's one of the last places, like they said, um, they said, well, fast food is not inexpensive anymore, and that's the understatement of the year. Like, no fucking shit. It's been climbing incrementally by 75 cents every three months or some godforsaken thing. And then it's like, are we on such autopilot mode that we just kind of like forlornly kind of head for the drive-thru? Like, oh, I'm hungry. What do I eat? Just, where's the drive-thru? Like, where... Like, are we that, just, are we that out of options? But, so, so one article said that fast food's going up. The other articles, or no, I saw on the news, I saw on the news, I think, Chipotle's going up. And I don't, I give them a pass because they're not, like, that's the cleanest stuff you can eat in my, in my opinion. Provided that they're not like battery hens or something like that that they're using for the chicken, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know where the, you know, the feedlots are, how humane it all is, but it's the cleanest version of anything out there. Nothing's frozen, nothing. Um, but I go in there and it's usually so for, and for whatever, I get the same thing every time, every time. And, um, the same kind of six items of combination and um, and they even it varies from place to place like one place it would be like 12 1273 one place would be like 1305 like which is still kind of like fuck man like it's kind of a little it's pricey but it's like you're like okay but I'm eating healthy like you're rationalizing it right so Tuesday, I go in seven seventeen oh seven. You know what? I, and I was like, I, I, and I, I'm typically f- fairly passive about stuff like that. I'll just let it go, like, and just kind of do a self correction. But I had to stop right. There. I'm like, bro, did you ring that up right? Like, is that like I knew, I knew shit was going up, but I didn't like. And he's like, yeah, man. It's just like, yeah, that's. You know, I mean, obviously he doesn't have any control of it. I'm not trying to like, you know, broker a deal here at the register, but I'm like, bro, like 17, like, so that's, and that, you know what I mean? And it makes me think of like that stupid, uh, 
whatever that sh- insurance commercial is where like you know where you're becoming your parents and then there's like that dude in like a members only jacket with bad glasses and uh you know uh, an outdated polo shirt and he's at some some salad joint you know where it's like <laughs> like this is the last place this guy should be really and he's going through the line you know and he's like <laughs> he's like pointing out those all different lettuces They're like yeah <laughs> And he just had completely out, completely out of his element, you know. And they're asking the 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 lady like, "Do you have any food allergies?" She's like, "Well, my teeth hurt when I drink cold stuff." <laughs> you know, like, uh, like why does why does parenthood do that to you? But but when he gets up to the end of the line to pay, that's like nineteen dollars. He's like, "Oh no, I'm just paying for my own." <laughs> like, bitch. I know, like, fuck, like, that's what I felt like in Chipotle, I'm like, are you, like, you being serious right now, like, is this, is this, like, one of those prank shows, but, uh, fucking hell, man, so, um, yeah, that was gnarly, um, so, um, so I finally, and, uh, Things are rolling, rolling along quite well. I, I don't have any complaints. Actually, things are going very well. Matter of fact, we things are going so well. I forget how well they're going. Like the girls up at uh, Placerville was like, uh, "How was your weekend?" I'm like, I was scratch my head, and I but it was a good weekend. We put our we we constructed a tree out of christmas lights just it's all lights it's badass and um and a pole that i spray painted with glitter and then we um put a little a little uh, star a little metal star it's pretty it's pretty damn stylish i gotta say like and uh not and it wasn't by design but it ended up being like what what we ended up doing was we went to lowe's because i I, um, was it Sunday? Yeah. Sunday I took my lady out to sushi and I said, but afterwards we're going to go to Lowe's because they got all those fucking inflatable weird fucking things. And the snow globes and the little ornaments and decor and, uh, you know, paraphernalia. And I thought, we're bound to find something. I'm not necessarily looking for a tree. Like I want to, I'm thinking outside the box. I'm going, I'm going a different direction here. And I had a vision in my head. Um, I had a vision of love, and it was all that you give it away. And uh, so I thought, you know, in my head, I'm picturing like a string of lights that construct a tree. And so, um, so after sushi, we went in there thinking like. You know how like when it's like no like no like basically like uh, November first, you walk in any of those big box retailers and it's just like overwhelmed. It's just like inundated with these bullshit snow globes that inflate and Santas and R- Rudolphs and shit like all this inflatable, loud kind of generator driven stuff uh, on top of the decor, on top of like just the the fake trees and the uninspired kind of like. Let's drag our tree out and dust it off. Merry Christmas. 
you know, and I'm not even like that guy. Like I'm always, I'm, I'm that obnoxious guy. He's like, why do we put up a tree? Like, why? Like, you know, I looked it up and I used to tell my mom, like when I was younger, I used to tell her, why do we, why, why do we do this? Like, you know, I even looked it up and it had something to do. I think, of course, there's a different backstories, but the one that seemed to kind of uh, overlap with all the other versions kind of in a Venn diagram situation is in the middle, basically like the pagans used to worship uh, like nature and they worshiped the tree. And so the Christians, the good Christians came along and cut that tree down and said that you're worshiping wrong as, as they're so charm, as they so charmingly, you know, over the years have a habit of doing is, uh, you know, influencing people's afterlife decisions. (laughs) They chop that bitch down. And the new sapling that sprang from its, uh, from the, the death of the, the pagan tree was, uh, what they, what they decided they were going to worship. So, so that's, and you know when you're like, you know you're ten and you're, and you're dropping that knowledge on your mom. Your mom doesn't want to hear that shit. Your mom's just like, man, I'm just trying to survive. You know, I'm just trying to get through the day without choking somebody out. Probably you. So, um, so I still get the tree. You know, I got. I, you know, I used to get a tree like in college. Even go get a tree back in the day. Because back in the day, and now college. Now I'm talking like eighty nine, right? Ninety. Like early nineties, like you could get a tree for like twenty bucks, right? Now it's like, like if it's fake, it's like two hundred and fifty bucks, three hundred bucks. If it's if it's real, if you get in early, like in October, you can get one for like seventy bucks, you know, out front of like Whole Foods or some shit, right? And then that shit's just a fucking. 12 alarm fire waiting to happen after the first couple of weeks because he got it too early. But so we go into Lowe's and I'm like, okay, what? So what you got? And there wasn't a whole lot going on. I mean, they had like, you know, the little fucking white sleds that you just kind of you buy for like 80 bucks and you put it in the corner of your house. And uh, I think there's a light or a couple lights on it. It lights up or some shit. I don't know. I'm like, fuck all that. I just started grabbing boxes of uh, string light strings, stringer lights, just box after box after box after box. Had about a half dozen of those. And then uh, I think that, God, it was mostly lights, yeah. Because we had like tape and, uh, oh, we got the can of uh, glitter paint. It was like a silver glitter paint can. And then we got home and went to work. Oh, and we got an infl- a seven-foot inflatable Grinch. <laughs> Which somehow just ties the room together. So, so we got that. And all you do with the Grinch is you plug his ass in. And he, 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 he storms to life. Freaks the cat out. And then, um, and then I went to work on... Basically what I did is like... It was my lady's idea. We use a broom handle. We un we unscrew the broom handle, and and at the end of the, not not the end where it attaches to the the 
bristles of the broom itself, but the other end has like had like a little, uh, little loophole in it that you can string lights through, which is perfect. So we get the broom handle, and then what I do is I fasten it to um, a vacuum cleaner, a little vacuum cleaner with a base, a stand-up vacuum cleaner. And then, excuse me, my lady had this white, thick blanket, or what she thought, well, she bought it mm, a while back, she thought it was a shower curtain, it's not, but it's white, and then it creates kind of the base of the tree, where the pole meets the vacuum, and then the white top, this, what she thought was the shower curtain, this white shower curtain kind of drapes all that together, and I sprayed, spray painted the fuck out of it. And then I ran lights up to the top through the uh, little loophole and, and then back down and then plugged it in on each side of the wall. So it kind of had this cascading effect, this kind of um, pyramidish tree style run of lights all the way around. It looked badass. So, and for all, and for all that, I think it all... It, uh, even with the Grinch, the Grinch is like 60 bucks by itself, but even that all together with the lights was only like a hundred and I don't know. Oh, and then I got, well, and then I fucking got some, <laughs> some candy, some Lowe's candy, you know, I was in uh, Folsom picking up, uh, Tuesday night. And of course all the donor centers are starting to get all kind of like people stop, you know, the, the donors themselves, <clears throat> tend to, they'll buy like, um, uh, cookie or they make cookies. They make fudge for the, for the nurses and the phlebotomists and stuff like that. And, um, so Tuesday night they were talking about some C's candy and stuff like that. And then I, I thought, Oh shit. After they were asking me about my weekend, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't tell them about the, the decorations and stuff. Like, who was it? Nobody cares about that. But I did tell him, like, you know what I did buy? I bought some Lowe's candy. Like, who bought, who's going to Lowe's for candy? But, and honestly, it was like a, kind of an impulse buy. But I bought that shit. And they're like these salted caramel chocolate fucking things. Like, oh, fuck, they were good. But, why am I buying, who, who, who buys candy at Lowe's, right? But, fuck, oh, and then some, Caramel pretzels too, the fuck, and they're so good. I got they didn't last. They were gone by uh, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can buy candy at Lowe's. <laughs> I wonder the people. You know, are there people who just go? I'm, I'm headed for Lowe's. I'm gonna go get my candy. I'm like, you guys want some candy? I'm going to Lowe's. Right? I said nobody ever, but but all together, the candy, the Grinch the lights everything all together was like one 140 or something like uh, i like that's still cheaper than just going out and buying a tree you know the tree itself is like at least that and then you got then you're gonna add lights or tinsel or some gotta get the stand if you want the thing to not like completely just combust within a couple days so um but yeah, seven seventeen dollar Chipotle. Get the get the fuck out of here, right? So, 
And other than that, I just kind of, you know, I've been, I've just been kind of staying steady with things. I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to do some, uh, some motherfucking camping this weekend. That's right. Yeah. What? Camping? Huh? Who's this? Who said what to who? We're going out to Mount Diablo. That's what we're doing. So in keeping with the whole Christian theme, we're going to Mount Diablo and, um, it's going to be another, it's, it'll be a while. It'll be fun. It'll be like one of those things where it's like, I'm going to work Saturday, but so is my son. After work, we're bonsaiing out to the East Bay and we're going to drive up. I don't think, uh, see, it's only part partial way up. There's a campground. And then uh, he's bringing one of his pothead buddies. And we're just going to get some headlamps and we're going to do some exploring and then um, camp out. And then the next day, I, I got to, he's off, but I got to work. So I got to head, I got to head back. But it's, it's, um, I think it's going to be an enjoyable, like I've been wanting to hit Mount Diablo. There's two places I've been wanting to hit is Angel Island in the bay, literally in the bay. Angel Island right next to Alcatraz. They got camp, camping out there. But it's like, you got to, you got to book that shit way in advance because everybody wants to go out there <clears throat> who wouldn't want to camp like with a view of like the bay like san francisco bay like you're in the middle of the san francisco bay and that's your view like right now so this morning i was explaining to my lady too it's like like say what you want about california but because uh, uh one of her co-workers is uh one of her co-workers daughters is moving to like the midwest or something like that and i'm like say what you want about california you know and it's it you know the the you know local government sucks the governor sucks the politics sucks the income tax sucks the prices suck the housing the overpriced housing sucks but it's 60 it's 60 degrees today you know, I'm going camping. I'm going camping. Like in the Midwest, fuck. You step outside, you're fucking. You're gonna get frostbit, dog. You're gonna get like, uh, you're gonna get like black toes and shit. You walk outside. Anywhere outside, you know. Like, uh, yeah, it's goofy. Like this is a goofy state to be in, but at the same time, it's like everything is beautiful. <laughs> like you just get you go to the you go to the Midwest or you go to like these remote towns. Like in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming, and it's like all you're staring at is fucking meth and Dollar General, right? So, again, I'm going camping this weekend, and I don't, I don't I mean you can you can do that else. You can do that in Norway if you want. It's cold as fuck out there, not as enjoyable, but <clears throat> so, so there you go, there you go, and. Yeah, me and the boy, I don't know. The more I, it's so fascinating because I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to kind of understand, like, my son has, has the same kind of odd trajectory that I did. Like, I was kind of, I mean, he, he shows up to work every day. There's no issues. Uh, he seems to have had, had an issue with his two classes uh, he, expl- he tried explaining to me why he doesn't, why he's not in school. <laughs> I'm like, bro. But I can't, I can't get on him because I, I had a hard time even finding the damn campus when I was in college. But, um, but he's just like, 
he just he's he's so amped to go out like right now and 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 just just go out exploring you know go do some crazy shit just go see some shit just live a live a life enjoy things and don't don't get bogged down by all this other bullshit you know so um so i was just so he and i are gonna um yeah we're just gonna keep he and I just keep, I don't know, we just keep moving forward. I think uh, people kind of, I don't know. I think people, people think we're kind of odd and weird. And we are. But at the same time, it's like, man, we're just enjoying, we're just enjoying ourselves. You know, I don't know. I can't, I don't, um, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. I finally, uh, I finally finished, um, do Android Dream of Electric Sheep and my, so my synopsis is this, and I know you've been waiting. I know you've been, been really biding your time on this one, but, um, I, so at dawn of me, of course, they just came out of a world war and it was a nuclear affair and they call some of the characters like, uh, John Isidore, who's, um, he's, he's kind of one of the main characters who, harbors a couple of the androids they call him a special and the reason i think they call him a special is because uh the radiation the fallout from the world the third world war has infected him and they've uh, uh, uh as well as other people like they, they you know there's there's a population on earth still that they deem the specials and i think the specials are the ones that they just have to leave in place because as they colonized mars and now they're as an as as we became an interplanetary species they can't take a radioactive uh clientele to to mars to compromise the colonization up there so the so to avoid the radiation poisoning that the people have to um they have to they have to stay behind and uh, and then they have this there's this kind of this this person or this entity called Mercer who seems to me to be some kind of like cult guru godlike figure of worship left behind on planet earth because i think the message is that the specials that being left behind not being allowed to take uh flight or leave the planet the message being like that the meek shall inherit the earth but what's there left what oh, there ain't much left you know it's kind of a hold out kind of it's 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 not good it's it's a bad it's just there's there's um like like the radioactive fallout, the dust is just everywhere. It's unhealthy. Um, people are kind of, uh, they've assimilated to just having to program their moods and, uh, and yeah. And, and artificial intelligence is kind of this force to reckon with where they so much so that they have to hire bounty hunters to, to retire, quote unquote, retire the the uh, 
the the robots, the androids, the artificial intelligence that uh, have seemingly gone sentient or haven't or just don't realize that they're not human. So 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 in a celebration of Christmas, the meek shall inherit the earth, according to this book. Only it's just covered in radioactive dust, and uh, most of most of them aren't going to make it out alive. <laughs> so and. And it's so bizarre. It's just so bizarre, though, that that book was written in 1968. And it takes place in January of 2021. And here we are on the cusp of colonizing Mars, getting ready to... Well, like, we'll we'll be on Mars if the... um, If things kind of progress as steadily as they are, I think in the... Between five and ten years, they'll be colonizing Mars. We will be in a planetary, and I was discussing this with uh, with my mom. I was telling her like there. I think the reason being, well, I know the reason. The reason being that Elon Musk is so freaking amped to uh, get to Mars. I mean, they're literally like in the book that I'm listening to, the audio book. These guys, they're literally having meetings about the kind of uh, like garb and garments that they're going to be wearing there. It's, it's, it's so surreal. It would be so surreal to be like a VC venture capitalist type guy walking in on a meeting where they're, you know, it, it, they're, they're, you're at Tesla or you're at SpaceX and you walk in on a meeting and they're talking about what kind of spacesuits you'd be wearing on Mars, right? It would be a little strange, maybe a little unsettling. But the idea is that we may be the only conscience or consciousness in, well, as far as we know, in the, in the universe, right? And so there has to be, and it's undefinable and it's un, like, like there's nothing else that, that that we aware, that that we're kind of aware of, that there's anything that shares any kind of consciousness like us. Animals don't, they're, you know, um, insects, um, birds, you name it. There's, um, even the, even, even robots aren't going to supposedly have any kind of conscience, but so to preserve this conscience, this consciousness, this, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to deem conscience, um, you know, we go, we pass through an asteroid belt every, uh, June and and November. And, uh, so we're not, we're not, uh, above just being wiped out by some kind of extinction event, by an asteroid. In the event that that were to happen, and we had the wherewithal, the capability to hop on a some kind of rocket ship, you can preserve this human consciousness. However indefinable, however unique and, and one-off. So there'll always be there'll always be an example of that somewhere somehow, right? And and it's it's gonna be a look. Don't don't be fooled. Like I probably am not going to Mars. I doubt it. Um, and it's going to be a real like. There's gonna be people that are gonna be dying in the process of going to Mars, colonizing Mars, building stuff on Mars, trying to make a go of it up there, building, making a a, a, a livable situation. There will be casualties. But uh, if, ultimately, the notion is to have an example of human consciousness still available to us. Uh, 
for however long we can go, right? So there you go. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I got I got away from myself on that one, but um, but yeah, it's just been rolling. Things uh, things been rolling along quite steady. I do enjoy my Grinch. Um, and I do enjoy. I don't know. It seems like it's getting to be. Uh, it get it's looking. A, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. And, uh, and yeah, other than, oh, you know what else I forgot? Jesus Christ. I totally overlooked this. So I was talking about, um, Bro, the BU, uh, the BU uh, Invitational. Where is it? Where at Easy Main? Um, the one that Parker Valby broke the five thousand meter collegiate record. The Sharon Collier Danville season opener in um, is it Boston? Yeah, like. Boston University, like two weeks after the NCAAs, after the cross country championships, um, fucking uh, Graham Blanks bre- breaks the collegiate record for the five thousand meters. Like what? Like Jesus! And he did it in like <laughs> he did it like in super slick fashion. Like he he. He crosses the finish line and then he just takes a bow. Like how fucking like this is the kind of guy we need right now. This is the kind of guy we need. 1303. That's like a 409, 410 pace. This is from a guy who ran like 415 in high school. The guy just the guy just ran back to back to back miles in about 410. 409, 410. And he doesn't even come off as like he's got that kind of speed. Like but 1303, that's nothing to sneeze at. It's the NCAA record. Even though it's indoors, it's indoors, which is is it's. I mean, it's not as rare a feat as it used to be. Uh, Jesus, Grant Fisher ran twelve fifty three last year. I mean, I think that, and I think that's the fastest he might have run all all year. But still, that kind of. I mean, that's fucking it. Well, it's under the and well, first and foremost, too, it's under the Olympic standard first, and so he's one of only two other guys, uh, three total guys that have run faster than the Olympic standard. The other two being um, Sean McGordy and uh, what's his name, um, Grant uh, Grant Fisher. The, both of them from Stanford. So, so you got a Harvard and two Stanfords that have uh, broken the uh, have uh, run faster than the Olympic standard. But thirteen oh three, fuck, that's so fast. That is so for that's fa- like if that if that's the fastest you ever ran, um, in your career, that would be like, that would be like, damn, bro, like fucking. 
Good job. Like that would win, that would win the Olympic, the 1984 Olympic 5,000 meters, and 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 everyone prior to that, and and maybe since I man, yeah, you'd win a lot. You win a lot of Olympic races with that time, but but no, I don't know. We uh, it's gonna be. I mean. Yeah, that's why you run the race, you know. It's going to be, uh, Olympics are going to be in Paris next year. And, uh, wow, but, oh, and then Nico Young ran uh, 737, 3,000 meters, which is the third fastest uh, all-time indoors NCAAs. Like, wow. But, they're, again, they're, they're also coming up, like, two weeks ago was the NCAA cross-country championship. So they're, they're in shape. Like, they're in constant shape. Like, they're not out of shape. They're just, they're running on that, on all that training they've been doing leading up to the NCAAs and then capitalizing on that kind of, you know, that, 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 that peak, you know, like that's a good feeling. And uh, so shout out to Graham Blanks and Nico Young, but, uh, yeah, so there you go, man. That's what's up. That's what's happening. Um, Going to do some camping, Mount Diablo. We got, self, we got us a seven-foot Grinch in our living room. And life can't, you know, life's pretty good. Yeah, I can't complain. I can't complain. You just keep pressing forward, keep moving along. And uh, Bob's your uncle. And uh, I'll leave it at that. All right? I'll talk at you later. Oh, you baby.